it's been almost 45 years since the death of Steve Biko at the hands of the security police. Not many people know that he was shaped in part by the Catholic education he received at St. Francis College in Marion Hill. He went on to become a key figure in the struggle against apartheid. He was a man who was prepared to suffer and die for his ideals, for the vision of a South Africa where all men and women were equal. For many people, he is a secular saint and martyr. In his book, I Write What I Like, he said that it was better to die for an idea that will live than to live for an idea that will die. It is better to die for an idea that will live than it is to live for an idea that will die. This is possibly the same idea that Jesus is trying to get across to those disciples who are following him, following him for all the wrong reasons. Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. He was on the way to the cross. And there following him were people in the hundreds and thousands following him on this way to the cross. He knew his destination, the cross on Calvary, but they were blind to that reality. That's why he stopped and turned around to them and asked them, Do you really know what you are doing? It seems to me that this crowd of people followed him for a whole range of reasons. There were the hungry who wanted to be fed, the sick who wanted to be healed, the poor who wanted to be rich, and the dead who, according to their relatives, wanted to be revived. There they were, following him enthusiastically, full of hope, and very interested in the good things of life. And that's why he stopped them and said, Are you sure you are willing to walk my way? Do you know where I am going? Have you counted the costs? And are you willing to pay them? His followers said, misunderstood him. They were following him with their old way of thinking. They wanted to profit from him, to get more things, a better position in the old order, to get rich, to get healthy, to get a security that the world had never been able to offer them. Jesus wanted to give them another life within another vision. He wanted a change. Well, the people following him also wanted a change, but they wanted a very different one to the one that Jesus was thinking of. It seemed as though they were only thinking of themselves, their families, their lives, their possessions. He, on the other hand, was thinking of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of people, the kingdom of the whole of humanity. 
He was thinking of humanity as God's family on its way to its final destination. That's why he was thinking of a totally different change to the ones they were thinking of. In our own country, we've gone through remarkable changes. And yet we have to ask ourselves, did our human condition change? Have our hearts changed? Did we become less selfish and less corrupt? Have we become more concerned about justice and poverty? I suspect that you already know the answers to those questions. Jesus turned around to all who followed him and asked, Did you change your option when you decided to follow me? Are you willing to think in terms of the kingdom of God? Are you willing to give up your old ways, your own self, your corruption, your possessions? Can you do that? Can you do that? Don't try to build a new city or a new world if you're not willing to do that. You will shed much blood and all of that blood will be in vain. Don't try to start a revolution or a war if you are not willing to change. Nothing would be won unless we first changed our own hearts. A man like Steve Biko was willing to die for an idea that would live. And he did. The dramatic romantic within me is tempted to ask you a similar question. But I think a better question to ask is this. Are you willing to change yourself? How you relate to other people? How you live in the world and use its resources so that the world becomes a more just and more compassionate place. Let's put it more simply. Will you love and follow Jesus?